What's up, Chit Chatters? Welcome to another episode for Coaching for Millennials. This episode, we're diving into Comfort Zone Got You Stuck, Six Beliefs, Behaviors, and Feelings That Are Preventing You from Success. This episode is really detailed and specific, so as usual, bring in your pen and paper. Let's dive into this one. Can't wait for you to listen. Are you a millennial who's struggling to find more purpose? Do you feel confused when you think about what you're created to do here? Do you waste time on job search engines searching for a better fit? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, you don't have to feel that way anymore. Welcome to the Life and Business Coaching for Millennials, a safe space where people from all walks of life can come together to learn, grow, and transform. My name is Jose Miguel Longo, and I'm your host. Life and Business Coaching for Millennials is a place where diversity is celebrated and encouraged, where we can have open, honest conversations about uncovering your purpose in business, feeling more joy in your life, and ultimately finding more happiness and success. I look forward to having meaningful conversations and coaching sessions that will help you explore life, career options, be inspired, fueled, and fulfilled with laughter. It's time to chit chat with Jose Miguel. Let's dive in. What's going on, Chit Chatters? Happy Friday and welcome to another episode of Coaching for Millennials. This week, I want to talk a little bit about something that I've had multiple conversations in the last couple of weeks with some clients. And one of the things that I think comes up for a lot of people when they're looking to um, achieve something in life and whether this is a new job or starting a new business, or, um, you know, getting into college, or changing their career, or thinking about getting married, or a divorce, whatever it might be, any situation in life, I feel like this applies. And I really can't, you know, push the button or hit the button exactly as to what this might focus in on. I think you have to really relate it to where you are in your life personally, and think about how it might relate to you specifically. Um, because ultimately I think it applies to all things in life. For me, I think about myself as a coach and how I personally get stuck in my own areas of, you know, comfort zone that might prevent me from actually pushing to achieving the things that I want to achieve to be successful. And so for, for this really is really overcoming resistance and believing in yourself, So I have six specific things I want to share with you in this episode. Before we dive into that, I want to do a check-in because I, I, me personally, um, I recently had my first COVID vaccine, which was great. I'm excited that I was able to do that. That just, you know, helps me get back to work quicker and it also helps with um, me being able to venture out (laughs) um, and feel more comfortable about that. But I did have some side effects that I know some people are experiencing different side effects based on their ability to get the vaccine. I, prior to getting the vaccine on Monday, um, had felt like I was coming down with a sinus infection. Usually for me, that's a sign of severe sinus pressure, lots of headaches, um, and just pressure in my my nose and my eyes and my face. And after I got the shot, I immediately had like this headache and it lasted literally like two and a half days. 
Now, when I get sinus headaches, I call them sinus headaches. Some people might call them migraines. Um, I typically have to like crawl into a cave and hide out. So I just want to bring to people's attention that um, the vaccine is really intended to help all, all of us really get back to a sense of normalcy. And I know a lot of people have a, you know, a stigma behind getting vaccinated and don't feel comfortable doing it. And there are people who don't agree with the idea that the vaccine ultimately is something that you need to do um, because people have different beliefs about it. But I think science is here for a reason. And this particular virus is one that obviously, as we've seen in the last year, is extremely deadly. And I don't think it's something to joke about when we see so many thousands and thousands and, you know, 500 million people die in a year over, and and people from all ages, from all walks of lives, people who've never had any health complications, just, it just, it's, it goes from one end to the spectrum. And I think when you think about yourself and you think about others, I would think that most people would want the best for themselves to protect themselves and their family. So whatever you decide, I just say, you know, educate yourself on the science behind what the vaccine has to offer and what it does for you. And, you know, yes, everyone has side effects to what the vaccine might be. Some people don't. And the side effects can be really minimal. I had my first dose and, you know, I had headaches and that that was fine. I'm better now. Today I feel better. Um, you know, I, it affected me for three days, but um, it affects everybody differently. My husband had the vaccine and his first shot didn't do nothing. He didn't feel anything. He was fine. His second shot, on the other hand, he had a fever and was exhausted. Um, so, you know, if that's the symptom of getting something that's going to protect you and protect your family and protect others around you so that we can get back to a sense of, you know, I don't want to say normal, but normalcy, I guess, is probably a good word to describe it, which does describe normal. Um, I'm for that. I'm for that. So... Just my two cents on that. Um, not here to preach on what people should do. Just kind of giving, from my experience, what I experienced. Um, so getting back into this episode, I want to also talk about last week's episode. And I know that I did a bonus one earlier in the week. And my episode from last Friday was specific to the um, pieces of a job search process and how to really overcome the ATS system. I know so many people found so much value in that, and I promise you that I will upload the um, show notes to that. I know that I put brief show notes in my episode. Um, I uploaded it on Friday. The weekend got to me. Monday, I got this vaccine, and then work just kind of fell all over me and just trying to catch up. So I'm so sorry that I haven't had the opportunity to go ahead and post that for you yet. So I promise that I will get it in this weekend for you, and you will see the updated show notes for that episode. But I want to hear from you. For those of you that listen to the show and listen to that episode, please put some comments in whatever platform you use, whether you're using iTunes or, uh, or uh, Spotify or Google, wherever you can leave a comment. Even actually, you know, I use Podbean, which is where I host the show, and there's a place to leave comments there. There's other platforms um, that I've actually connected the show to. One is called, um, hmm, what is it called? 
It starts with the C, I think it is. I'll link it in the notes, but I can't remember the name of the actual um, platform. But there's a couple of new platforms where people can engage with other podcasts and leave more comments. I know that Apple is obviously um, one that most people listen to podcasts through, and then Spotify are the probably the two top two podcast platforms. I don't know if Amazon lets you lets you leave comments, um, and I know that pod, uh, Spotify doesn't. Um, Audrey is one place where I've been sharing the show a lot, and I've actually been connecting with quite a few podcasters where you'll have the opportunity to hear me talk on other people's show as a guest. Um, but the one that I'm referring to that really is, really is quite similar to, to um, Apple, um, the name is skipping my mind right now, but I will link it in the show notes for you to just go through, link yourself to it, and leave a comment there if you're not an Apple user. Um, because I know that sometimes for people it's challenging. I'm definitely going to dig deeper in the next couple of weeks to see where the listeners are and what platforms they're using so that I can start to engage more on on those platforms and kind of start to show up so that people can actually connect with me there. Podchaser is the platform. So P-O-D-C-H-A-S-E-R. I want to hear what people's thoughts were on that episode because that to me, that particular episode, episode 53, um, was something that I took a lot of work to do and I had been having, obviously the show comes from conversations and the content that I create for you is how to. So really instructional and kind of designing that, but also giving you the opportunity to learn from the things that I've learned and mastered over the years and my experiences. I've been a rec- I've been in the world of career development and the workforce development for over a decade. So whether I played the role of helping people find their job or recruiting people to hire them for a job, I recognize the ins and the outs of all these things. And over the last decade, um, I've had the privilege to really understand a lot of these processes that so many people don't realize how it could impact them and help them in the job search um, space. And so many people are looking for jobs. Even if you have a job right now and you're looking for a job, I think this is instrumentally can help you. So go to Podchaser, go to Apple Podcasts, leave me a review, leave me your comments. I want to hear them. So diving into, um, you know, the six things that are going to ultimately help you uh, achieve your goals and really push you out of your comfort zone. So like I mentioned, this this episode is focusing on understanding, recognizing, and uncovering what these triggers might be because we get stuck in our comfort zone, which in so many ways, if we don't challenge ourselves, we're never going to see the greatness in our abilities. And I think that for so many people, where, where regardless of where you are right now in your journey, the challenge of really leaning into that courage is hard. Believe me, I recognize it. I've learned so much more about myself in this one year since starting the podcast and launching my business that I have learned about myself even when going to, through my master's program. Um, and, and the things that I feel that I'm much more... I know I'm more capable of and aware of. And the reality is, is that when people say the cliche, if you set your mind to do something, you can achieve anything. That is true. That is a fact. That is not a cliche. That's a joke. If you want something hard enough, you really need to set yourself up for that. 
So let's dive in to these six things that are where people get stuck the most um, in their comfort zone. How do we overcome this resistance and being able to capture our our belief system and making that shift? So number one, um, striving without receiving. And this comes from the, the place of being able to look at things and looking at it from a perspective of you're a person who's always giving, 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 but you never get anything back in return. And you're always stuck in that space because you're too scared to want to allow yourself to receive something back. You prefer to live in that space where you're constantly giving everything, giving it your all, and constantly um, allowing others to take from you. And so, sorry, I was taking a sip of my cold brew coffee, which is amazing right now. Um, And so when people stay in this place of always giving, 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 but nothing, nothing coming back in return, and you're, you're continuing to allow yourself to not receive is, is, a, is a place of comfort. This is something that prevents people from getting unstuck, prevents people from uh, really seeing their belief and really seeing what they're capable of doing. Okay, so that's number one. Um, number two is uh, creating processes without results. So, or participating in processes without results. So this one in particular is for people who oftentimes do all the things. So you're like a learner by nature. You love to take the notes and you love to have like three or four pages of a notebook filled with information that you retain because you learned about it. And then ultimately you do nothing with it. You do absolutely nothing. It's just because you love to keep that notebook filled with notes. And, you know, as you're learning all the things, you find yourself collecting stuff, collecting information. And what that does is that you don't take the action that's necessary to take that information that you've learned and that you are able to absorb to the next level. So that's called process without results. And this is one of the things that I find myself oftentimes doing um, as a learner and as someone who is is a ideation person, when I talk about my strengths, I'm a learner, a lifelong learner. I've always said if I can go to college for the rest of my life and I have to pay, I would. Um, and sometimes that comes with just because I like to learn and collect information, but I share with people. But then I think about, like, for example, the stupid, I say stupid because it's taken me a long time to push it out and I've changed it a couple of times. The Raising Me Builder Bundle. I've had this on the works for like five months now. And I just haven't brought myself to take that messy action to push it through. And there's something about me that's preventing me from pushing it out there that I really don't know quite what it is. Part of it is that it's not done. But the other part of it is is that like I haven't brought it to the next space. And it could be fear. I don't know what it might be. I have no idea. But I think idealistically when people are in this phase or in this actual... Um, space is probably a better word. You really want to acknowledge where your mind is to be able to reflect on how can you take the action. And all of these things, quite frankly, you know, this whole list of six things comes from shifting out of your comfort zone 
into taking action. So it's overcoming that resilience that you're holding back on and really truly believing yourself to take the action, even if it's messy. And that's where this comes from. Um, number three, um, and number three is called pleasure without satisfaction. So this is partially to do with people who um, have everything they've always wanted and everything that they need, but it, they always feel like it's never enough for them. They always feel like, you know, no matter what it is, they're not happy um, with the results. This could also be FOMO. Um, they're always feeling like they're missing out on something, so they have to be involved in everything. Um, and so, like, you have all the things, like, you're blessed, you're full of abundance, but yet somehow you still feel like something is missing there. And the one thing that's interesting to observe with that is that this is typically um, a behavior that is learned. And this is typically coming from a place that people who are in this criteria are often not identifying the action they want to take with what they're wanting to do. So they're stuck in this place of like, I, it's almost kind of like the squirrel brain, but not quite because it, it's not really about wanting to be multi-passionate. It's more about the idea of you're stuck in this place and you have it all, but you somehow, you somehow feel like you want more and more and more and you're not satisfied with it. And so you're probably accomplishing your goals and you're probably accomplishing what you're setting yourself to do, but somehow you still feel like it's not enough. And you may be getting all the accolades and you may be getting, you know, all the rewards that come with it, but you still feel like it's not good enough. So that's what number three is, the pleasure without satisfaction. Um, number four is living by others' choices. And this one is really interesting because I think that you know, a lot of people are always in that lens of what will others think? And if someone else did it already, then I shouldn't I shouldn't do it because it's already been done. Or um, I just keep giving you examples, right? So it's, it's somehow some of these will resonate with you. So that's why I keep telling you different examples. Um, another thing that's common for this is that you struggle to make your own decisions, so you're always going to go by someone else's decision. It's almost like you know you have power and control over how you make your decisions, but you struggle into making your own. Um, and you always live under the grace of others. You always look at others and you say that it's okay. You're comfortable with that, and that's okay for you. As opposed to taking accountability, taking assessment of all the things in your space and deciding for yourself where you want to go. That's too much for you to do. You prefer to be on, oh, it's, it's good enough for me. I can do that. I'm going to do what someone else is doing. So living by others' choices. That's number five. I mean, number four. Number five is agony. Um, and this is for the, the negative Nellies. Um, this is for someone whose identity is just in that negative space. And they're the people who always look at the glass half empty as opposed to the glass half full. The people who you work with if you're a coach and you shift their mindset for a second, but then they come back at you with something else that just changes it to negative. And not that this is bad. This is just behavioral, right? Because a lot of people 
in the space of all these things are stuck, but they're trying to achieve something in a space of their own, but they're too stuck in their own comfort zone to wanting to do that. So they're they're not wanting to overcome the resistance and they're not believing in themselves. So this is all about your beliefs. This is all about that mindset that you carry and what it's triggering in you to prevent you from getting messy and to prevent you from taking courage. And for the people who are in the agony criteria, oftentimes um, they can spend their whole lifetimes in this. And this could be troublesome. It could be troublesome because this type of behavior can affect someone's mental health. This type of behavior affects people's relationships. Um, this type of behavior can affect people at work. And part of it is, is taking a lot of self-awareness and recognizing where you are and then taking the investment and wanting to shift the behavior, which is a struggle for a lot of people. Um, and, you know, I, I don't, I hate to sound like, a, a, I think, forgive me for saying this, I think the word is masochist when I say this, but I, I truly enjoy working with people at this level only because I always want to break down to what led them to be that way. And it's not because that's all the, the people that I want to work with. I think people always oftentimes, that's such a funny thing to say, people always oftentimes, I think people oftentimes who are stuck have a negative perception of what's keeping them from actually going to the next level and hitting the next place they want to go. And they're uncomfortable with themselves and they lack self-confidence. But with people who are in this stage or in this level of their life and this behavior of agony, who are always negative, there's something deeper there. And I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a psychologist, I don't pretend to be one, but I love to know what makes people tick. And I love to ask questions that can eventually lead for people to have a breakthrough. And as a coach, that's what I'm here for, is to help break people through in discovering truly what it is that is giving them those mind blocks that are preventing them from actually being successful in what they want to do with themselves. So for me, I take that, I take pride in being able to help those people. And then number six um, is joy. And these are the people who are probably always happy. And not that that's wrong, but they're almost so happy that it's annoying. Um, you know, they're, they're the people who you know, who live in the reality of, you know, that everything is always happy, happy, joy, joy, <laughs> um, Ren and Stimpy, for, for that 90s reference. They're the people who don't ever experience or see things from a sense of, like, being bad. So it's the opposite of the agony, really. Um, which, again, there's nothing wrong with that, but then I think that how real does it become when you don't feel things that almost impact you, right? Where do you find that balance? How do you essentially overcome um, that space of, of what that might be? Especially when you're um, in that place of like constantly feeling like, you know, the, your reality is very different from others, but also the perception of what you're living through in that reality it's not really realistic to what everybody else is living through because we all have ebbs and flows 
and our behaviors and our manners and our in our feelings and our thoughts. And you know, these six things that I just kind of mentioned ultimately are all linked to thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And I've mentioned, you know, behavior, thoughts, and feelings with all of them. But I think that we all have this in ourselves. I, you know, I shared that for me, um, I, 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 I'm admitting this to myself and admitting it because I think it's important. And sharing with you too, like, I know I'm not the only one. Process without results. Like, I take, I went through um, a coaching um program last week and this is where I learned a lot of this information so this isn't something that I made up this is actually taught to me but I'm sharing it so I'm using it now so I'm taking that process without results and actually applying it to something so I'm creating this episode out of it but I put I mixed in all of my own nuances to um, the conversation and obviously like I don't believe that I think that people are always never heard enough and everyone has a story to tell and sometimes people struggle with telling the version of the story they really want people to hear and when someone's a really good listener which I truly believe I am I think that's what my gift is in helping people and that's what my individualization really comes out to be when it comes to my strengths and talents is that is as a coach I'm able to hear people's stories and really be able to uncover how to help them I've learned through these six things where I'm stuck for, for me specifically. But I want to be able to use this information that I have and sharing it with others because I think it's really important for people to recognize where they are. And so if I can help you in any which way get you out of that comfort zone so that you could actually take that stage from being in fear to actually learning from what that fear is and actually putting it to use so that you can grow is is probably the best gift I can give you. And obviously, you know, every week when I bring you an episode, I'm bringing you free coaching content. Like, this is where it's at. This is free conversations that we're having. And whether you listen to the episode completely or you listen to it in bits and pieces, I hope that the notes and the um, little golden nuggets that I share with you are ultimately providing you with what you need and that's what I'm here for I mean that's why I enjoy what I'm doing that's why this podcast is is part of like it's like my little baby um and and why I love it so much and the growth that we've exceeded or we've experienced in the last year so let's kind of summarize this because I want to wrap this up for you so we just went through and we just kind of talked about Um, Six things that prevent you from achieving your goals when you're stuck in your in your comfort zone and you're living through resistance and you're preventing yourself from shifting your mindset. So the six things are the following. I'm just going to read them each one out to you. I'm not going to give you examples. You can write them down if you want to. The first one is striving without receiving. Number two is processes without results. Number three is pleasure without satisfaction. Number four is living by other people's choices. Number five is agony. And number six is joy. And, you know, these are behaviors, like I said before. These are also feelings and thoughts that in coaching we uncover with people and we all have them. So I expressed what mine was. (laughs) Mine is number two. 
Um, but I think that when we dig into understanding the space that we're living in and we understand what we're trying to achieve as a goal, if we can figure out what behavior is preventing us from achieving that goal, we're now equipped with the knowledge to successfully achieve that goal. So we're using the fear to take us to the next level. We're taking what we're learning from that fear and applying it. And that's allowing us to shift and grow because we all have fears. Let's just face that. We all have a thing that prevents us from wanting to do that. Whether you're thinking about starting a new business or whether you're thinking about leaving that job or whether you're thinking about, you know, maybe it's your marriage or your relationships. Maybe you want to propose to your significant other. Maybe you're thinking about leaving your significant other. There's always a fear inside of us. And I can guarantee you that one of these six things is what's keeping you and holding you back from getting to the next level. So here's the question of the hour. What do you want from yourself and what's keeping you? That's a two that's two questions, sorry. <laughs> what do you want from yourself and what's keeping you from getting to the next level? At the root of it, you have to dig deep to really uncover what that is. But I can guarantee you it's one of these um, these thought processes and one of these mindset blocks that you're experiencing. So having said all that, I want to kind of close this episode out by saying thank you so much, everyone, for coming in every single week to listen to this and to any of the new listeners who have joined on listening to the podcast. I'm so grateful for every single one of you and so blessed to have you Um, listen to me week after week and whatever episode resonates with you if it brings you value I'm so glad for that please 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 um, if the show brings you value or the episode brings you value leave us a comment let us know what you think let us know what you want to hear more about that is how the show grows and that's how I find the content to come to you with one of the things that I'm super excited for is that I was looking at the analytics for the downloads for the episodes. And I did an episode um, a few weeks back, which was, what's your top five? And that happens to be the episode about Strengths Quest. Let me tell you, I was so excited to see that because that was episode 48, by the way. So the episode was, what's your top five? Harnessing the powers of your strengths, skills, talents to build your passion, discover your purpose. I am a strengths-based coach, which is Gallup Strengths Finder or Gallup Strengths Quest or Clifton Strengths Finder or Clifton Strengths Quest. It depends on who you want to identify that with. The reason I'm mentioning this episode and I'm mentioning this to you now again is that I'm going to do uh, a series that will uncover all 34 episodes and I'm going to bring guests, guests, if I could talk, guests to the show who are either participants of the Strengths Finders or who share the passion with me about Strengths Quest, but also talking about the individual themes. So Strengths Quest is an assessment tool which has been really, really successful. It's been around for at least two decades now, early 2000s, uh, maybe even sooner, but the research started way before that. And there's so much information to share with this that I think ultimately people can dig into their strengths and uncovering their level of leadership. People can dig into their strengths and uncovering how it connects to their emotional intelligence. People can dig into their strengths and discover more about themselves that they haven't learned. And these strengths are are detailed by specific themes and characteristics that help someone discover their talents. 
And when I talk about what I do as a coach is essentially part of this this strengths quest. Um, although some clients take it and some clients don't. And really, if you buy a coaching package with me, you're guaranteed to get this at some point in the package. It's usually when you do more than 12 sessions because we start in the very beginning of the exploration process. And when we get down to focus and trigger and pivoting to transformation is where we start to dig into your strengths and your talents. First, we need to uncover what those fears are and kind of go through that. And that's what coaching is. There's so much about that. I really want to understand where someone wants to be and then measure out, okay, how long is it going to take us to get that? So I'm excited for that. And that's probably going to be um, a really long series. I don't know if I would call it a series, um, but it'll be something where I give you probably 15, 20 minutes um, for an episode, and I and it's just that one talent or theme, depending on what you want to call it, that I'm talking about for that episode. And then you'll also get your weekly episode that you get from me, which is typically on Fridays. This is part of me growing the show, giving you more content. Um, and the episodes where I do have a guest talking, it might be a little bit longer, so maybe those will be 30 minutes as opposed to 15. Um, but I'm, I'm excited for this because... I, I have a lot of passion for Strange Quest and what it has the opportunity to do for someone and what it could do to someone's life and the impact that it has. And I hope that you all as listeners and you all as the as followers of the show, if you're interested, let's dive into it. Like reach out to me. You know where to find me. Let me know if you want to take a, an assessment and if you want to go over with me. I have a really inexpensive um, strength quest package that is is really good for anybody and um, as a coach I have the ability to process the assessment with you go over your themes and help you dig deeper into it and it's something that I have a lot of passion for and I do very often so I wanted to offer that as well and just kind of give you a heads up on that and I'm looking forward to the series about business and all social media stuff which is coming out next week well it starts next week. It probably goes into like four or five weeks. So can't wait for that too. Thank you so much, my loves. Have an amazing day. Chatters, an amazing weekend. I love you all. Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. And I'll chat with you in the next one. Hey, Chit Chatter, before you go, if you love this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I read every single one of them. It would mean the world to me. And if you love some free coaching, Go ahead, like, subscribe, and in the review, leave us a comment. Go ahead and screenshot it and then post it on over on Instagram stories and tag me at Jose Miguel Longo. Thank you so much for listening. All my love. And I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode.